Well, we are recording. we're on. We're recording. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Couple XY. Couple XY podcast. You knew exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> I got your back, bro. Yep. I'm Rosie. And I'm Brian. And I am trying to pull up the uh, the notes that I took for what we're doing oh, today. Okay. So while you pull up the notes of, of our show because we do such great research. We are we are I, on top of stuff. I've copied and pasted so much stuff. So we um so just okay. Um anyway, if you enjoy the show, please rate and review on whatever media you're listening to. Uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Anchor, Amazon, Amazon. Uh Stitcher, I think so. I think we're on Stitcher now. Okay, and you can follow us on Facebook at X couple XY Podcast? Yeah, it's just Couple XY on Facebook. Okay. Maybe it's Couple XY Podcast. I'm sorry. And, um, and um, uh, email us at couplexypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, if anybody wants to drop in a question or leave a comment, please do so. We will We look at it. We do. I will check the email here in a second when um, my internet is better. Okay. Okay, but I do have it pulled up. So, All right, so how was your week? Uh, tiring. Yeah, I have been going to bed at like 8 p.m. every night this week because it's just been just been nonstop work, just nonstop project after project after project. Like my usually I only have <clears throat> one full page of stuff on my to do list. Um, some t- earlier this week I had two and a half pages full of. Yeah, just stuff. Everything. All the things. How was your week? I had jury duty. You did have jury duty for like... An hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took a... The, the plaintiff took a plea after defendant? we... Uh, de- defendant? Yeah, defendant. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't a plaintiff. Um, he was a defendant. He uh, he took a plea, or I, I guess it was a he. I never saw the person. Never mm-hmm. entered the courtroom. Uh, the judge came in after the plea was done and said, y'all are free to go. Oh, you didn't sit in the courtroom? No, we were in the courtroom. Okay. The the. But you didn't get to sit on the comfy chairs of the. No, no we were in the church pews. Yeah, you you guys didn't even get to the fun part. Not the fun part, but the better part where you get to sit in a nicer chair Mm-mm. when you're picked to, for the jury. Nope, wasn't even picked. So. We'd only gotten to the point where we all checked in and we were waiting around, mm-hmm. and we got dismissed. So, I did not get to do my civic duty. Uh, <laughs> It's the third or fourth time I've been pulled for jury duty, and I've never actually sat on a jury. I've never even gotten to that that stage. I'm hoping one day to do it. That's really funny. Yeah, the f- and, well, the second time, I, I guess the first time, yeah, the very first time I got pulled, uh, it wasn't here. I mean, it was in Louisiana, but it wasn't in this town. And, uh, yeah, they took, she took the deal. It was a she. Um. And uh, then the second time around, uh, where I got pulled uh, here in this town, um, it was an almost all-day thing. You can just say, start the timer. It's, it's one of our things. Okay. My sister says it, that it's endearing about us that we never remember to set a timer. <laughs> so we don't ramble on forever. That's true. Uh yeah, so, um, so I, uh, yeah, we, you know, there was really nothing that went on. I, it was a real quick thing. Uh, I didn't get to go to work that day. I was going to go work some overtime, but 
unfortunately had to do that. So it is what it is. Uh, You'll get a hundred dollar check in the mail. Okay. <sighs> made more than that at work. I know. <laughs> the um, but no, I mean we we have very different views on jury duty. I think it's a civic duty, and I have no problem doing it. You don't want to do it at all. Um, it's no. I mean, it depends on it depends on the severity of the crime. I don't think I'm going to ever get called back for a jury duty because of the way I was dismissed from the last one. I don't know if I should talk about that. No. Yeah, but it was just it was a very violent crime, and I. I was not, I've, I, it, it was related to trauma that I've experienced, so I just couldn't handle it. And I told them straight up, like, this is what I've, I've experienced, and I don't think I can be an impartial person on the jury. So. All right. But even going into it, you didn't want to do it. Like, no, I was you just. Were like, you were trying so hard I'm to get so out of it. I'm so busy. We are all busy. We are but, all busy, I know. But, like, part of it, part of being a good citizen is doing these kind of things that are are required of us. And you were very big about not being so individual, so much of an individual and being part of a community. And this is part of your community thing right. that you have to do. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a hypocrite. A little bit of a hypocrite this, on sure. that one. All right. So, anyway, that was our week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so let's get into uh, what we are going to be talking about tonight. So tonight, uh, we're going to play, kind of play a game. Um, we're going to play AITA. You know, I see that, and it took me so long to realize what it was. Yeah, I, I just kind of, I was, yeah. It, for those who don't know, it's, it stands for Am I the Asshole? Mm-hmm. And I have pulled some... Uh, ten of the most interesting uh, AITAs that I came across um, on the front page of Reddit, and just scrolling down, um, not like the, the most interesting of all time or anything, but just um, recent ones that a lot of them haven't ha- haven't actually had a uh, decision made on whether or not they are. So we're going to be weighing in on a-hole. if if this person's the asshole or not. Yes. All right. So let us play. Is this person the asshole? Uh, we'll try to get through all ten. We'll see how we go. Yeah, uh, some of them are pretty long, but I will. <clears throat> I'll try to be concise and <clears throat> read um, uh, to the best of my ability. Let me take a drink of water. <clears throat> and I apologize if my throat cracks. I think I'm still recovering from uh, like COVID voice. Um, there's still a little bit of a frog in my throat. Um, okay, so number one. AITA for being mad at my fiance for telling his mom we don't have sex. And here's the story. So my fiance and I just moved into an apartment a few months ago with his three-year-old son and our now one-year-old daughter. His best friend lives with us as well. I am a stay-at-home mom, and lately I have been the only one doing things around the apartment. I've unpacked, decorated, cleaned, and took things to storage. I do not mind doing these things, but it's been stressful with no help. Our three-year-old is in preschool, and I was the one who talked his mom into signing him up. I'm planning our daughter's birthday party and planning our wedding. Oh, okay. I make sure the apartment is clean and make sure we have food and supplies we need in the apartment as well. So honestly, sex is the last thing on my mind. When I had my daughter, it was a very tr- it was very traumatic because I had an emergency C-section. So my body isn't the same. I have postpartum depression and need to talk to my doctor about another surgery because I'm still in pain. 
Well, my mother-in-law came over today to get my uh, fiancé some food while my fiancé's son and I went to get decorations for our daughter's birthday party. Our daughter was left with my fiancé. My mother-in-law noticed that she was putting her butt in the air and looking between her legs, knowing it's a sign of pregnancy from an old wives' tale, which I've never heard of this before. Uh, so seeing that sign, uh, she asks my fiancé if I'm pregnant. And he says, there's no way because we don't have sex. I get back from the store and she mentions that I washed his motorcycle keys because he left them in his pockets and said I need to look in all his pockets before I wash his pants. And then told me I need to straighten out his socks when I wash them because I left them all crumpled up. Then tells me I need to take care of him. I say I do and she says, in other ways as well. They both gave, give me a look and I say, you seriously told your mom? She proceeded to say that we can come use her hot tub to, quote, get things going. Later that night, I tell my fiancé I'm mad at him and that I feel like I don't do enough because of what she says. He told me that's not what she meant, then attempts to get things going, and I say no because I'm not in the mood, and he rolls over and goes to bed. The end. Okay. So, is she the asshole? Not, not for being mad. And not for not wanting to have sex. Because part of having sex is feeling sexy. Right. Um, I think she could possibly be the asshole for some other reasons in here. Like what? Well, I mean, like, she seems like she's very much saying her side of the story to make us feel for her. But, and it, it seems like... Which she, is the whole point of AITA, yeah. you know? But if this guy's out working 12 hours a day so she can be a stay-at-home mom... Did they mention that she's he's out working 12 hours a day? No, they don't no. say how much he, he works. Okay. But, but she is a stay-at-home mom. But there's also other weird details in there that are kind of, like, just thrown in there. Like, why is the, the roommate, like, the best friend living with yeah, them? The, and like, that goes nowhere. But it's also, I think, she didn't, she didn't like... I guess she's she didn't expand on that, but there, she does have a full house. Okay. And I imagine getting things going and being romantic and being sexy is kind of awkward when you have a one-year-old, a three-year-old, and some random dude living with you nah. and your fiancé. So, um, you know, I don't – I think she needs to express herself in other ways. I think she got mad over the wrong thing. I, I, I don't think she's an asshole for getting mad. I think she's mad about a whole bunch of other stuff because I don't think this is a big deal. Like some, uh, so he talked to his mom about sex. I mean, if y'all are adults and he talks to his mom about like sex, then that's something that a lot of people do. Okay, I mean, we are not on the same page. Here. No, but you don't have a great relationship with your mom. I don't have a like. I don't talk to my 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 father about this. You don't talk to your parents about this. Um, but like. I know people who would talk to their parents about sex because you can have an open relationship, like an, an open dialogue with your parents about sex, especially after you get to be an adult. Right, I get that. And I don't think she's an asshole. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's the asshole in this situation. Um, I think she has every right to be mad. Um, and he, like, from where, from where, from where I stand, like... I wouldn't want you talking to your dad about our sex life, period, ever. So you're silent, so you probably already have. No, I'm not, I haven't. Um, we don't 
talk about that kind of stuff. But like I said, people, some people are different. And like, I know that like when I was dating, just dating my, and not even dating her for very long, my ex-wife, we just started dating. And she talked to her mom about our sex life. And like her mom, like, that's up to me. It was embarrassing. They're way too close. But I didn't like get I mean, mad was about it, it. Was it positive? Yes. Okay. Yeah. If it's positive, that's one thing. Well, I mean, like, but uh, if you're having trouble, and then this could be a a, a potential problem in their marriage or future marriage, mm-hmm. um, and he wants to talk to somebody and he trusts his mom, I think, and that's his confidant, then you know he's going to talk to that person, and. Which, yeah, so that's a fair point. Maybe maybe he's not the asshole for telling her. Maybe the mom is the asshole for bringing it up. Kind of seemed like the mom was a bit of a uh, very much in the, yeah, kind of very critical. She was very nosy, yeah. Fr- like, criticizing her about the way she did laundry, like, that's a bit much, mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. You're being a monster-in-law. You need to back the fuck up. <laughs> okay, moving on? Yeah. All right, number two. Would I be the asshole if I went to see my sister's therapist? Context. This is kind of toxic in any situation, but I need to know if it's justified or not. My sister and I have never gotten along. She's 17 and I'm 21. For as long as I can remember, we've had these huge fights because of her narcissistic behavior. Over time, it's gotten worse and worse. All she ever wants is for the attention to be on her and to vilify other people or make up rumors about them. Because of her behavior, she practically runs the house, and it's made me feel unsafe, but I can't leave because I don't have enough money to move out. I had to get a locking door a locking doorknob, so she stopped snooping through my room, but somehow she lockpicked it. They're not that hard to pick. Yeah. She stresses our entire family out, and even when I try to stay out of her drama, she finds a way to rope me in by saying I don't talk to her, so I must hate her. She's a, quote, recovering alcoholic and drug user, but so far... There has been no proof that she's been making progress. Example, she landed herself in the hospital after combining weed and her meds. Because she did this on school property, she got suspended. When I came home from work, she was all too proud to say what happened. Here's where I might be the asshole. I have a therapist that I've been seeing for years. She started seeing a therapist a few months ago, her sister, um, who works for the same company as my therapist. I want to make one appointment with her therapist and just talk about all our issues. I'm hoping this will, pro- will provide some perspective because Lord knows she's prob- probably throwing these alligator tears so she can get a high dose on her meds. She's very good at getting what she wants when she wants it, and I just want her therapist to know what a piece of shit she is. I do want her to get better, and I want her therapist to know to help her through that, but he most likely doesn't know the full story. Like I said, I, don't, I know it's toxic, but would I be the asshole? Yes. Yes. That is a severe invasion of privacy and a sev- going to. Well, I, I go ahead. And, and I, if, there's also legality issues. I don't think she's going to get anywhere. No, like, I, I say especially I mean, if her sister's therapist is a good therapist. Yeah, these, throw, throw your hail mary, but the the therapist is going to shut you down. Exactly, they're not going to discuss anything that they have discussed with their. Other with their patients. Patient. No, absolutely and, not. Like you're already thinking that this person's bad at their job. You're kind you're kind of saying, Hey, this person can't understand my sister, only I can understand my sister. So even though he's been through a lot of schooling and has I don't know how many years of experience and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. you're saying you know more than he does, 
because even though you aren't privy to what they've spoken about in there, you think that because you have such a low opinion of your sister, she's lying and has already manipulated and tricked this guy mm-hmm. because this is his first patient. I don't know. And I can I can see kind of both sides to this. Like she's she's had it with her sister. Her sister has probably um done has probably done so much and has been so unreasonable for whatever reason um for so long that yeah, she's had it. However, I also think that her sister is in the middle of a mental health crisis and other kinds of crisis too, addiction crisis. She's, she's, she's at least going to therapy. Maybe she needs to go to an inpatient program to get her shit straight. Like there's other things that need to be done here that need to be addressed that I don't think are being addressed. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, I just think that, I think you're barking up the wrong tree on this. I think you're, you're hatching a plan that isn't going to go anywhere. But I say, um, I mean, I say you're an asshole. I, I don't think this is an asshole situation, but I kind of feel like, you know, go ahead and try it. And what's going to happen is you're going to see very quickly how how harshly this dude's going to shut you down on this. Oh, yeah. And, like, he's going to be like, I'm not discussing that with you. Yeah, if they're a good therapist, you're not going to get any information. Yeah, there's nothing that he can't say anything And you're not going to gonna you. convince the therapist that they're an asshole. Mm-hmm. And so. you're walking in there basically telling the therapist that you're not good at your job. Right. So I... I I don't think you're in the in the context of am I an asshole or not? Yes, but overall, I don't think you're an asshole. I think you're dumb. I understand that she's frustrated, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Like this is all a little. This is overkill, completely and unnecessary, and frankly, inappropriate. Yeah. So. But we can be inappropriate with our families. That's the, like the we are always inappropriate with our families more than other people. Right, but. The therapist is not part of the family. Nope. No, it, it, no. but, like, trying to, like, manipulate own sisters and stuff like that is, you know, just part yeah, of the Yeah, that's what course. sisters do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but is it something that I, would, I would ever do to my sister? No. Um, so, number three. AITA for leaving the restaurant before my boyfriend's family arrived after I was told that I was going to pay for their meals. I, female 29, have been dating my boyfriend, uh, 35, his name is Ricky in this story, for five months. He's divorced but hates this word and goes with the word divorcee instead since the first one makes it sound like he was dumped when it was him who initiated it. Anyways, he always goes on long rants about his exes and says stuff like, I hope you don't have this awful habit my ex has, or... I hope you like XYZ because my ex didn't, and the list goes on. I found a second job recently, and he's been having me pay every time we go out. When I protest, he'd say he's going through a rough patch and is seeing how much help I can offer. Last night, he invited his family to join us for dinner. We got to the restaurant first. He asked me if I brought enough money. I said, why? And he told me that he told his parents that I'd pay for their meals. I said, why would I? And he went on about his parents going through a rough patch just like him. I said, I'm sorry, this can't be a coincidence. He asked what I meant, and I told him that I would not be paying. He insisted. I refused and said no. He then leaned back and said, well, you're here, so not much of a choice you have anyway, while laughing like it was funny. I silently got up, took my phone and purse, and walked right out. He was shocked. He started shouting after me to stop and wait, but I didn't. 
I went home and he called me in rage, saying that I did a horrible thing walking out on him and his parents, while I could have just paid. I told him that their unfortunate financial situation isn't my problem and that I wasn't obligated to pay for their food. If they couldn't pay for their meals, then they should not go out. He got offended and said, and I quote, you're making money a priority just like my ex did. Then went on about how disrespectful my attitude was and how I made him look small in front of his parents and forced him to lie about why I wasn't there when they came. We've been going on, we've been going back and forth about it till now. He's mad and is refusing to speak to me till I apologize. AITA, I feel bad because his parents are lovely and I've been doing my best to keep a good relationship with them. Not an asshole, but you're dumb. Not an asshole, but your boyfriend is. Yeah, but like you got to pull the ripcord on this thing. Like, you yeah, you shouldn't be with this guy. Bail out, dude. This, this is guy not, sucks. Like, besides the money thing, you're you're talking about a guy who is five months out of a divorce. Yeah, he's not ready for a relationship. This is, and if you're putting your eggs in that basket, you're gonna the, there's gonna be a lot of changes because I think it takes like two years to get over a, a mm-hmm. get through a divorce. Uh. Right, what he, I've heard. It's not like for, a... He's been divorced for five months? Mm-hmm. Wait, he's divorced. Okay, so we don't know how long he's been divorced. I thought they said something about five months early on. She's been dating him for five months. She's been dating him for five months. But he is... She mentions he's divorced, but we don't know how okay. long it's been since he got the divorce. Okay, all right. I'm feeling like this is a fairly recent divorce. Like, he is still working through because he's still talking about his ex. Yes, Like, and I agree. comparing her. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever compared you to my ex. Absolutely not. That's like that was done and gone long before we got together. Yeah. Like the the like we I staked that vampire and it <laughs> it turned to dust. The vampire uh, that was my marriage, <laughs> um, not my actual ex wife. That would be I'd be in jail. <laughs> uh, um. But. What I'm saying is, like, it, it it feels like this guy is is fresh off his divorce and is angry at he women. Is bitter, and you should get out of the relationship. Right. That's 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 why I mean you're dumb. Like you gotta, if a relationship is bad, you shouldn't have to go on the internet to ask if you're the asshole. Just get out of the relationship. Like it seems like you're a pretty decent person. You have like a two jobs. You work in. You know uh, that's that's. Around here, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say she's dumb. It's just... I can't... Uh, she... I mean, so you stay... Everybody's stayed in a relationship too long that they shouldn't have stayed in for so long, you know? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Um, I, I understand, but once you put it on the internet... Yeah, people then, are going to call you dumb for I, staying in this relationship. Then it's like... I don't think you're. I don't think she should be asking, "Am I the asshole?" She should be asking, "Should I stay in this relationship?" Exactly. And the answer and is no. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah, God, and the fact that he ambushed her like that at the restaurant, like not talking to her beforehand, not asking her to pay, but just saying, "Did you bring enough money?" Mm-hmm. Like that is some just. That's just so. Is this un- something a lot of guys do that like have women pay for their stuff? No. Okay. I don't, I'm trying to remember a time where any guy I've dated has asked me to pay. Um, I mean, for, for the other person's stuff, I mean, I've never asked you to pay for anything of mine. Mm-hmm. Now that we're in a long relationship and we live together, I ask you to pay for, like, your stuff. Yeah. Um, but, they have, like, dates and stuff, I mean, you know, it's just this traditional American thing for the, for the guy to pay. Yeah. <laughs> Even on their birthday. 
Oh my God. Baby, it's just the nature of the beast. You make more money than me. We can talk about this later if you want to. Uh, <laughs> we are splitting the wedding down the middle pretty much. So there's that. Um, but yeah, he's the asshole, not you. Break up with him immediately. All right, number four. All right, cool. AITA for ripping up a check in front of my husband. I see more money things. I, 29 female, and my husband, 30, got married in June. I recently found that Mazel I Tov. Yeah, Mazel Tov. I recently found that I will be expecting, and we are very excited. Money has been a money has been tight due to my uh, husband only working part time. He wants to spend his free time by building a baby room. I think it's very sweet, and I am very excited to see the room. My parents and husband get along okay. They are worried that my husband is only with me for money. I grew up in a nice neighborhood and went to good schools. My parents did not grow up with money and worked hard to become successful. My husband did not grow up with money and has not asked for anything. We do not share finances as he loves to spend money. My parents asked me to come over for dinner as they wanted to talk. I went over and they told me that they had given my husband a check for $500 to help with the baby room. I was surprised when they gave me another check for $1,000. I went home and saw my husband playing on a brand new PlayStation 5. I asked him where he got the money. Um, or I, Sorry. I asked him where the money was that my parents gave him, and he admitted to using it on the PlayStation. I asked him about the $1,000 check, and he said, I'm using that on a new gaming PC. I pulled the check out and ripped it up. He starts yelling at me and calls me a petty bitch for destroying the check. I told my parents about everything, and they are demanding for their money back. His parents are calling me crazy, and I think I was in the wrong. The situation could be handled better, but you're not an asshole. She is definitely not the asshole. Um, the husband, I think, is suffering from Peter Pan syndrome and needs to stop with the video games. Why did you pick all these as women being the, the like, the, are all these from the woman's point of view? No. You, okay. No. All of them so far have been. Sorry, uh, I think I think the I think ATIA is kind of skewed to be more about the woman. Okay, all right. Um, more about a woman um, submitting her question than a man. Okay, so, but that's uh, just what I've come across like today was just scrolling and seeing and seeing what interested me. You know. All right, so um, I don't. Once you had the check back in your hand, the thousand dollars. Why didn't you just go put it in your yeah deposit in your, your bank, bank account, account and and, and then, keep it for yourself? Well, I mean, like use it for the materials you need for the the baby room, right? Right, y'all go get the stuff together. I I think he, I think he is bad at understanding finances. You call it Peter Pan syndrome. I mean, I know a lot of guys who tend to be the guy who who spends money, um, and I don't know if that's just if if that's just a thing. It's just a thing people have. But the problem is that this money was specifically to go to building the baby room. Right. At that point, you this should This guy's going to be a father. He should not have been buying a PlayStation uh, with this money. So then you say you need to bring back the PlayStation. You need to return the PlayStation, get the money back, and we need to put this to, to the... Right. Like, like this... You're not an asshole, but you could have dealt with it more rationally. Like, I think there was a, an opportunity here to grow your relationship... And be, like, not mad. Yeah, he did something wrong. But you tearing up a check and 
and, you know, running back to your parents and doing all this, did you try to tell him to, like, take it back and this money was for this? Or did you just fly off the handle and yell at him? Mm. See, if you... I never think... I don't think that you would ever do this. So it's hard for me to think about us in this situation because I honestly don't think you would do this. Yeah, I don't spend money that... You do, yeah, you don't spend money that frivolously. You certainly wouldn't spend $500 on a new gaming system. No. <laughs> like, no. like, you're you're an adult man. You're a grown man. So, um, not saying that we don't play Xbox and enjoy playing Skyrim and everything, but that's on occasion, and, you know, we're, we don't have a baby on the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. there, there are other things. I think this is a... I think y'all are going to have issues, and if y'all are get get married, I don't think <laughs> right. I give it five years. Couples counseling immediately. Um, but it's get a financial planner. It's weird that like how her parents didn't have money and built something, and then they aren't like they don't trust other people. What do you mean? Like she had she had said like you know my parents didn't have money. Mm-hmm. And I guess through their lives, they, they... They built it. They built it. And so now they aren't... For, I, I assume for them to give this money is a big deal. Yeah. Um, now, she had lucked out, or not lucked out, but it's just because her parents worked hard and her parents gave her a good life. She went to good schools and has a good job, I mm. guess. Um, she, she has more money um, or makes more money. Uh, than the guy who's yeah he only works part time who's only working part time right now, um, and I don't know what he does for a living. I don't know if this is an option for him. I, I don't know. Like a thirty year old man working part time is weird to With me. With a baby on the way, yeah, but that seems I, I don't I don't know. Everybody's different, you know. Maybe he lost his job. Maybe his factory shut down. Yeah, we don't know it. all the details. It could be a lot of different things. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock him too hard on it. Um, there's a but. In any event, she also said he didn't come from money. So so the fact that he now has it makes him want to spend it frivolously, and he doesn't know how to a, spend money or save money. A little bit. Sure. So I think culturally you two are coming from different places. Right. So they, need, they definitely need a financial planner. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of couples therapy. Probably so. Yeah. Um, and it's an opportunity to say, like, when you – when people do make something of their lives, you can see how how jealous they are of it. How 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 hard they guard it. Right. Like like when the the harder someone struggles to make it to some place, mm-hmm. the less they want to give. Right. That's why. Yeah. That's why it's important to not spoil your kids. Yeah. And like, because understanding, like, even for the short amount of time that I, I, I guess it wasn't short, it was a, a year or so, like, I didn't have a job, I didn't have any money, like, knowing that feeling and feeling completely helpless, like, definitely makes me want to save as much as possible, mm-hmm. and, you know, get, um, like, keep my finances, you know, in the green, so, he, but this is having the opposite effect on him? I think what it is with him is, like, he literally, if you grow up with no money and um, when you do have oh, money, 
it's like you immediately need to spend it. Mm-hmm. That you need those those things. Yeah, because you didn't have those things when you were a little boy. You didn't get to buy the PlayStation when you didn't get. Right. Yeah, you asked your parents for a PlayStation for Christmas and you didn't get it. So when you have the Peter money Pan's to get it, you you go get it. Uh, this happens a lot with like, I've seen it with several people. Like they get as they get older, they um, and they start making money. They immediately want to spend everything they have because right. they didn't have it when they were growing up, you know, this, now that I have the money to do all the things that I didn't get to do when I was young, I'm going to do it. But then they don't think about the future and the bigger picture. Right. Which is so important. Um, I just, I feel like that's kind of an epidemic in this country is that, I mean, we don't have financial planning. Isn't part of our school curriculum. Um, unless you're going into finance, it's not part of your college curriculum. Um, and so I think we just have Americans in general just have bad spending habits. I don't, and it's and it it's, might be in home economics, huh? Home ec did it teach you no. about that kind of stuff? I well, didn't really take it. In home ec, I cooked. We cooked a lot. That was that was it. It was weird. <laughs> so yeah, but is she the asshole? No, I don't think so. Should that be a class that's that's like? taught in high school is oh, like absolutely. how to manage your finances or should absolutely. it be or should it be like taught at home i mean if you can teach it yeah like obviously you should expand on it at home but it should definitely be like practical things should be part of a you know an a, a primary school a high school education so like like should coming out of high school should you understand how our mortgage works I think so. Should you understand how loans work and interest work? Yes. Because so, you're taking out, I so mean, where so you, many people are taking out loans at 18 to go to college. So where that's are we? A new, uh, usually a nude concept for them. Where do we, where do we fit it in? Um, I mean, they're. <sighs> did y'all take free enterprise and, and civics? I have no idea what that is. No. Y'all didn't. You, did you take civics, government? Yeah. We took government. Okay, y'all called it government. Mm-hmm. Was it an entire year? No. What was the other half of the year? Um, I don't know. I took I took a government class, and the next semester I was in the advanced government class. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't think in high school I don't think any of our classes were yeah all of our classes were one semester they weren't year long. Like y'all didn't have math all year long yeah we didn't have the same math class so like when you were a junior you didn't have like algebra all year no what did you have i didn't have any math (laughs) okay let's go back then english did you have english all year um i don't think so no okay it's like our our classes were based on per semester not per year so we could take a math class one semester and then take an art class the next semester or something like that. So when you graduated, you graduated with double the, the basic classics that, that I had? I guess so. Like if I took art, I had art my entire junior year. Yeah, we don't do that. Like I had, I took, I don't know. We'll round it up to 28, but it was probably like 24 classes through my high school career. All right. If you count four years, we had seven periods. So that'd be 28, but my senior year, we only took, like, we had a, a smaller, so I, was, I think it was like 24 
hours or 24 classes you had to take, credits, whatever. So I took 24 classes. So, like, when I was a freshman, I took, like, Algebra 1. And I took Algebra 1 from August whatever until the next May when we, like, we finished our freshman year. You did not do that? I don't think so. I'm starting to question my own memory, but I don't think we did. Like, I I had orchestra all year. Well, I had PE all year. Yeah. I don't even know about what. God, did I even take a PE course in high school? <laughs> I think I took PE my freshman year, and then the rest of the time I never took PE again. I always took uh, athletics PE because I played football. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, orchestra took over. Um, no, does Offspring, is her curriculum like that where it's? Yeah. I've never heard of anything like you're, you're speaking of right now okay. in high school. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, or maybe we just I don't see how you could go through algebra in like, uh, in like four months. I don't know. I, I could be remembering it wrong. I'll okay. have to check. All right. I mean, maybe maybe I'm thinking of college. Well, yeah, that makes sense for college. Yeah. But high school. Maybe I'm was, thinking of college. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember much of high school. I remember, like, the, the only, there were a few classes that we took, like, civics and free enterprise, which were uh, within the same year, but they were only half of the year. So, like, I took civics, which would be your government class. Yeah. We didn't have government. We had civics. Okay. And uh, the other half, we, we were free enterprise, which was more talking about, like, stock markets and stuff like that. But that would be Oh, rare. yeah. See, we didn't have any of that even available, available to us. Like, no, nothing, no talks about stocks. No talk about money in general. But just how, how a free enterprise, how the market, how our economy works is basically yeah. what it was. I took so, micro and macroeconomics in, in college. That wasn't available in, in high school. Okay. So, I mean, uh, getting back to it, like if you we want to put finance, teaching kids how to how things work, I think free enterprise would be the area you'd put it into. Mm-hmm. In, in Louisiana State curriculum in circa 1995. <laughs> I do six. think that home ec classes should encompass financial responsibility too. But home ec was an elective. I don't think it should be an elective. You think everyone should have to take home ec? If it includes fiscal responsibility as part of the curriculum, yeah. Which it doesn't right now, I don't think. I, I don't agree with that. Okay. Because I think that, that that fiscal responsibility should be in another class on its own, um, somewhere else. Because I don't think everyone should have to take home economics I know it's important to understand how to do certain, like, home activities. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some guys, it's more important for them to take shop class than to take home ec. Sure. Or some people, say guys. Um, I took shop class. See, I, I didn't really take shop or ag. We called it ag here. I think I took home ec in junior high, and I took shop class in high school. Okay. Well, we didn't have junior high. We, we don't have junior high. So you highs. had elementary, middle school, and then high school? Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah, junior high for us was, set, well, technically, we had it <laughs> We had it weird. So elementary for us was one was grades one through five. Mm-hmm. And then uh, middle school was six through seven. And then junior high was eight through nine. And then high school was 10 through 12. Yeah. It just seems like you're building another high school. Like you're it building another school. 
it was because, well, yeah, it was because there was, they were building another high school because we were, there was such a large student population. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't think, uh, I don't think everyone should have to take home ec, uh, because I think it just, it should stay an elective. And I think your electives should be what you want to like kind of build your life into. So if you want to be a housewife, this is your desire, then take home ec. And home ec should really drive on how to be a housewife. If you want to be a welder, you should have a shop. It would be nice to have a shop class that like taught welding. And if you wanted to be a mechanic, it would be nice if like the, your, your shop had like mechanic options and stuff like that to give you kind of a direction to go into outside of high school. I don't think home ec should be like... I don't think home ec should be like the um, stay at home wife class. I think it should be like constructive life skills for everyone. I don't. I think. I think. I think where we fo- where I'm following on it is this: you only have so many like areas, right? And if you're taking one of those areas and giving it to home ec, because in our in my world, in my like me in my high school. You had six hours that were were set, your math, science, English for me, PE, um, that kind of stuff, and then you had one elective a year. So that one elective is. I don't what, understand how you remember this crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of this crap from high school. I would have to look at my, like somehow dig up my high school transcript and be like, what classes did I take? remember this why would i why would i remember this why would this be part of my knowledge base i don't know it's just there <laughs> okay it's, it's there i don't understand i don't know <laughs> why do i know the ideal gas law and i haven't used it since college because that's what you yeah I, I i always remember pv equals nrt i don't know what that means yeah exactly okay. there's weird shit in my brain that just is always going to be there okay it's why i'm great at jeopardy <laughs> All right, we All should right. we should move on. Yeah. Um, okay. AITA for showing my daughter what being an adult is really like. My 17-year-old daughter, a senior in high school, has been skipping school, smoking weed, allowing kids that do not have a driver's license drive my car, and lying about everything. She has now ran away because I told her she had to finish high school. My house rules are the following. Tell me where you are, don't lie, and finish high school. She has been doing all of the above. I told her... Uh, since she didn't want to attend school here, she could go to her dad's or grandparents. She chose to run away when I wasn't looking. I finally got a hold of one of her friends after two days who has informed me that my child is an adult and I can't make her live with me or anyone else without her consent. That she doesn't have to go to school if she doesn't want to. And that I was a horrible parent, pretty much. So I plan on canceling her phone, which I pay, took my GI Bill back that gave that I gave to her to use for college and plan on pausing her insurance she has braces on her top teeth but hasn't attended an appointment since april i'm assuming that's a long time ago i'm hoping she wakes up soon and realizes it's a crappy world no you're not an asshole for showing your your daughter tough love you are an asshole for letting it get to this point i agree 
you're an asshole. You're a you're kind of a bad parent for not going to that friend's house and grabbing your daughter out of that environment and bringing her back home. She's seventeen. The daughter's seventeen. Legally, she's an adult. Where? Uh, state of Louisiana. You're you can pretty much at seventeen. You can do whatever you want to do. Can't buy cigarettes yet, but you can. Yeah, I don't. You can you can move out. You can do a lot of stuff at seventeen. Um. But why is it she's 17 and she's suddenly becoming this bad? Like, at some point, this like this was a road that this kid has been going down for a period of time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an overnight thing. This sounds like a single parent thing. It, it doesn't matter. Don't, don't, don't use it as an excuse of being a single parent. There, if You can set boundaries. You cannot give in. You can talk to your child and you can set expectations and drive home what kind of person you want that person, her to be at a young age. And it's going to grow with them. But if you don't do that, and suddenly when she turns 17 and she starts acting out completely, she's probably been acting out for a very long time. And you didn't want to deal with it, whether it's because you're a single parent or whatever. And now all of a sudden you have to do, you know, this next. Now you're having to go like nuclear because you didn't like, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't start talk early. to her beforehand and yeah and like establish the ground rules and like you, get you, her into some sort of routine like it sounds like there's not enough structure yeah and she has way too much free time right if at 17 she doesn't understand what being an adult is there there are massive issues and I don't know I don't know the whole story um, but like no you're not an asshole for canceling all your kids stuff if the kid ran away it, mm-hmm. and it's not a dose of reality it's like but understand the consequences of what you might be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, understand that, okay, if she decides to dig her heels in, she might do something just as drastic to keep on, like, living outside of your control. Like, what would you do if this was offspring? It's hard for me to say because I don't ever think she would get to that point. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, she's just not that kind of person. She she cares too much about her own future to do any of this stuff. Right. Like, you, like literally at, at 15, about to be 16, she is, I have ingrained in her to think of her future. So, because she thinks of her future, she doesn't do this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, she's not she's not going down that path where she's going to be running off and doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, she might step out of line here and there, but I mean, okay, let's start with uh, letting unlicensed people drive your car. Mm-hmm. Why does she have keys to your car? That's true. Like, like, keep your keys on you. She, like, if she's stealing your keys, then she's still, yeah, then put them somewhere where she can't get them. Right. You know, keep your keys in your room or, you know, you put yours on your purse. I throw mine someplace, but that's okay. <laughs> no one, no one's still in my truck. Um, okay, so, and then, you know, um, her wanting to run away and, and not finish school. Be like, well, what, what, what plan do you have? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do without a high school diploma? Yeah, like, what, what plan do you have that tomorrow? Is the bare minimum. Not even, like, future. What plan do you have for next week when, like, you, you're hungry? Yeah. I mean, are you, what, what job skills do you have? And if you're hiding out at this friend's house, what is their parental situation, and why are they allowing this kid to just stay over for multiple days? Like, seriously. 
Um, sorry, we had a a phone call. Yes. Hang on. Um, okay, so mom or do we know if it's a mom or if it's a dad? GI Bill. Sounds like could, a mom. Could be a mom. And, and could that's, be a, a that's parent. The other thing that's weird. The GI Bill is is yeah, you can give your GI Bill to someone else. So, but from what I understand, you have to have been in a combat zone to do it. She's calling me now. Okay. okay. I'm just about to text her. All right. Go ahead and text her. She has a key, right? She knows the code to the garage. Yeah, that's right. This is okay. awesome podcasting. Yeah. Sorry. Our daughter is calling us and trying to get a hold of us. Um, but don't worry. Brian's being a good dad and is texting her. Um, okay. So next is AITA for telling the bride that it's not my fault. I'm prettier than her. Oh, this is going to have to. Yeah, you, you've got to go a long way on this one. Uh-huh. Again, this is all like the last one might not have been a woman, but it seems like it was. All right. Let me see if I have. Oh, good. The next one is male. Okay. Okay. Uh, but this one is obviously a girl <laughs> saying that, hey, I'm prettier than you, bride. All right. Anyway, uh, context. I, a 23 female, and my sister, 25, have always had a good relationship. That's until she began a relationship with her now husband, 25. I never really knew what started the downfall, but through lots of thought and intervention from friends and family, I now know it's because he had a crush on me when we were teens. We all went to the same high school. I was quite happy when she introduced him to the family since she had had some rough times in her life and she seemed super happy with him. A plus was that he was much nicer than her other boyfriends, but as we continued to see and talk to each other at family functions, she just kept getting more cold towards me. It was a surprise when I had got invited to the wedding, let alone as the maid of honor. I thought maybe she knew she was in the wrong by being jealous for no reason since I had no plans to try and steal him from her or even bring up his high school crush on me. But once plans for the wedding began, that's when everything uh, goes downhill quick. She had made plans for the dresses. Everyone's dress was to be low-cut and fitted, but I was to wear a scoop neckline and long sleeves. I accepted because I was doing whatever I could to get my sister back. Then everyone was to wear extravagant makeup with bright colors, yellow and pink, while I had to wear the minimum of that, more natural looking. I felt really out of place, but I'd do anything for my sister. The wedding went smoothly. Everything went to plan. Everything was beautiful, but then the reception came, and my sister was mad at literally everyone, not talking to me and trying to outcast me even more. I eventually pulled her aside and asked what, um, and asked her what I did wrong. She completely went off and yelled at me about how her husband had always had a crush on me and how I shouldn't have even been at the wedding, and it was only for the family that I was even there, since apparently my mom forced her to make me maid of honor, and how apparently her husband was looking at me the entire time. Me being the sarcastic person I am and being completely done with her bullshit had the fantastic decision to say, well, it's not my fault I'm prettier than you. I left right after that and later got a bunch of calls and messages from family and friends saying that I need to apologize and that she shouldn't have to feel bad on her wedding day. I've been thinking about apologizing, but I also believe she deserves it. So, AITA, should I apologize? I think you are an asshole, but I think it's because this story is mostly bullshit. What? <laughs> it just feels like bullshit. It feels like bullshit? It, you don't feel like it's real? I feel like it's bullshit. Let's um, pretend that it's real. Okay. For the sake of the podcast. I, I mean, like, I can't. There are some major points I have in this. One. <laughs> one. 
one. I don't know a whole lot about weddings, but I'm pretty sure that everyone, like all the bridesmaids match. And if you're in brown, like a fucking paper bag over there, and all the other ones are in something else, I feel like that might be bullshit. Okay, I see your point. Like, but, but, you've got to believe that there are people out there that are so petty that they're going to put the pretty girl in an ugly dress and bad makeup. Mm. Oh, man, I, I don't... I don't feel like this is a – dude, it just – it feels to me like this is a made-up story. It feel, it just feels that way. It feels Okay, strong. do you want to skip it? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, I still think you're an asshole, like no matter what. Okay, let's – for the sake of the podcast, <laughs> we're going to go with – we're going to go ahead and say that this is a, a completely true story, and I still think you're an asshole. You could have walked away and just left the wedding. Very true. You did not have to say that to your sister on her wedding day. That's just mean. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Um, I understand she was being a dick to you, but not okay. But, okay, so now that we have that out of the way, this truly seems like someone who has made <laughs> up a story to make themselves feel, like, really good because, I mean, let's start with the fact that what what – what was the difference? Four years? Um, let's see. 20, 23 and 25. Okay, so two years. So there is the possibility that they, that like in high school, the, the guy could have like had a crush on her. Oh, yeah. Two years is no difference at all, really. But like it, I think it brings down that, that percentage drastically. The, like, of the likelihood of this being real? Well, so, I guess some guys do and some guys don't. But as you kind of like, as you go through school or as I did, you were kind of like on this plane with the other people of your grade. Mm-hmm. The, uh, upper and lower, yeah, you kind of bled into it here and there. But it wasn't like you were, especially like me, I didn't really think, I didn't have crushes on younger girls. So you didn't fraternize with the grade below you or the grade above you. I did fraternize, but I didn't have crushes. Okay. I crushed higher. Oh, you crushed higher. Okay. Like I crushed the girls above me, but not the girls below me. Now, I probably went out with more girls below me, but I didn't have crushes on them. You know what I'm, you kind of see what I'm saying? Um... Yeah, but I will tell you that that's not every guy's experience. For I sure. know it's not every guy's experience. I'm just saying the percentage. One of the like one of the things that makes this story seem more and more implausible is like that's one of them. Is like to me, I think that most guys have crushes on people up higher than them rather than lower than them. I don't really get that. I think it's because we we like you seek a crush in in. High school is, to me, is something, like, kind of unattainable. Okay. So, like, the the hot senior is unobtainable to the freshman. That's a crush. Okay. The, and so let's say you're a sophomore. Now, the freshmen are just, like, there. They're, they're, they're cute girls and stuff like that, but they're not crushes. It's not like you're, like, oh, I can't get you. Like, Maybe you could, maybe you couldn't. Like, and especially as you go through high school, you get 
a lot more confident, you know? Mm-hmm. What about the fat, ugly guy who's a junior who has a crush on the girl next door who's a sophomore? I mean, it can happen, but that's still a one-year difference, not a two-year difference. Ah. So so that's the thing. another thing. It's a two-year difference. Right, and I, yeah, that is – I take back what I said originally because that – it, it is a big difference in high school, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. But, I mean, sophomore, senior, yeah, yeah. It's a bit. So, now we go to, okay, so that's one area. The next thing is, is you're related. So, I don't feel, this could be outside of bounds, generally speaking, siblings have similar looks. Sure. Not always, but a lot of times. I mean, my sister and I kind of look alike, mm. but not really. I don't know. I, I, older pictures might have been a little... I mean, now she's got rainbow hair and you don't, so it's hard <laughs> to tell. <laughs> Her and I take um, take after the two different sides of the family. Yeah. So, so it's not always, always there, but, you right. know, there is... Sometimes there is similarities within, like siblings so yeah there are some sisters that like are a couple years apart and they look like twins yeah so i mean it could be one of those things um another thing is is like i think especially if this was a bigger wedding um it seems like there was a lot of planning and this it seems like this has been something that was ongoing that these this couple would have like worked through this before marriage yeah um they're 25. But having a crush on someone in 10, like, seven years later, it, yeah. like, cropping up seems... Seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I can see where you think that this is this is complete bullshit. It's okay. fine. All right, let's move on. Yeah, we can move on. How are we doing on time? Good question. The timer hasn't gone off yet. We got six minutes. Okay. Did Offspring respond? Yeah, she's home. Okay, good. AITA for telling my girlfriend to stop competing. Well, since we have... Oh, we can do a couple more. We always run over. Right. Okay. I I did these in order of interestingness, so we're just going on a list now. AITA for telling my girlfriend to stop competing with a ghost. My 25 male... Me, 25 male. My father deceased studied to become a chef but life got in the way and he had to do something else but he kept his cooking skills every saturday or sunday he prepared us a five course meal for the family we the family are not that good but we get together at least two times a month and cook some of the dishes that he used to prepare for us my girlfriend 26 female also likes to likes to cook and she is very good at it she has been part of said tradition as a guest and knows the many the many plates my father made for us now, for the past six months, she has invited me to eat at her house. She has made every set, every single plate um, that her, my dad, that I've made, yeah, every said plates is how he said it. I didn't find it strange at the beginning, but after a couple of times, every time that she asked me how it was, no matter how much I tell her that it was very good, she somehow ends up dissatisfied with my answer. I have asked her what was the issue, but got no answer. A few days ago, she made my favorite dish and dessert. After I practically stuffed my face... She asked me how it was, and I told her it was freaking delicious. She started with how delicious. I answered her with 30 different ways of delicious, and she was still not satisfied. Then she asked the question, better than your dad's, and I understood why she was not satisfied. 
This is what I said to her and what possibly makes me the asshole. Please don't do that because I will never compare the two of you. Your food is delicious. I mean, I eat half a pot in one sitting because of how good it was. But if you want me to tell you that you are better than my old man, I'm sorry, but it won't happen. And it's not because of the level of your cuisine, but for the mere fact that you are not my old man. You're good on your own right. I look forward to eating your food just as much as I did every weekend he cooked for us. He's gone. Please stop competing with a ghost because you're fighting a losing battle. She ended up kicking me out and things have been icy between us. All right. Um, no, I don't think you're an asshole. Um, yeah, you could have fallen on the grenade. But, right. But I, I, I understand, like, you and your old man could have been close. And that's a memory for you. That's a, that's, if we were, if we were watching Inside Out, that would be one of your core memories. Yeah. And nostalgia always tastes more delicious than the actual thing. And we're not saying that, like, the two dishes are, like, the same. Right. They couldn't possibly be. Like, I mean, we're not saying, like, their cooking styles or even what they cooked were the same. Like, you couldn't you couldn't duplicate my cooking style in almost any other place in the United States. Right. Um, but, so, I understand. Like, this, this chick might make, like... Wonderful food in her own right, but it's not the same food that your 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 pops cooked. So yeah, um, totally don't think you're an asshole. You could have fallen on the grenade, but I don't think you should have to. Um, she kind of seems a little bit immature. Uh, yeah, she. Um, maybe maybe there's something else going on here. Yeah, there feels like there's some sort of underlying issue. Mm-hmm. Like she's needing, like I don't understand why she would be so upset. It's like she's needing his approval on something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, even your response, if that was your true response. And this is what's weird to me is that she is acting, she, she's, she feels like what she says about, like, it's, is it as good as your dad's? Sounds more to me like something that you would say, like of a dead spouse, well, instead of of a of a dead parent. You know what I mean? Maybe it's like this. Maybe this is why it triggered her. So maybe she wasn't trying to compete with your dad, but she's trying to make like recreate this for you. She's doing her best to get to this level. And what you're saying is, you're never going to get to this level, so quit trying to compete with it. Mm. And she didn't know how to respond to that. Like she's she, probably embarrassed. She's like every every meal that she's making is she's trying to not not compete with him, but like recreate this for you. And right. like she loves you that much. That so in a way, it's kind of sweet. It could be. I mean, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I think I think what happened is that she was embarrassed after. I mean, I don't think you told her off, but you were pretty stern, especially well, with the ghost comment. Yeah, like like to begin with, I don't I don't think you're an I didn't think you were out of line, but as I like walked through this a little bit more and try to put myself in her position, part of what I'm thinking is like maybe like she isn't competing with his father. She's just trying to recreate this this tradition for him and she wants to do it to the best of her ability she's trying to make another core memory Mm -hmm. that involves her yeah sure 
Okay. You guys just need to talk. Talk it out. Yeah. Yeah. And go eat some takeout or something. Stop making these extravagant meals. It's just kind of ridiculous. But whatever. No, I mean, <laughs> I understand. It's Sunday meals. Yeah, sun- yeah, Saturday and Sunday, sure. All right. Where are we at? How many more we got? We got two more. Let's try to ch- turn through them. Okay. Uh, AITA for not wanting my niece to perform at my wedding. I, 30 female, just got engaged and will be getting married next year. What? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you, you rolled your eyes. I was just bobbing my head. More. Okay, bobbing your head. All right. Um, one of my nieces, who is 10, is a complete theater kid and loves to put on shows for the family at all our family functions. Birthdays, holidays, anniversaries. She even did a wedding. She will get the other cousins or, or let's see. She will get the other, co- other cousins or by herself and perform songs or show us her latest dance routines, even sometimes having her costumes on hand. Usually it's no problem, no big deal. It's fun watching her do something she loves. It's all for fun, and we like to encourage her. She isn't the most talented, but she has a lot of potential. That's not the problem. Her performances are usually like 15 to 40 minutes long, and I'm not really looking for her to put on a show at the wedding. She and her parents have already mentioned it, and in my head I'm thinking, uh, no. Her mom is my older sister, by the way. Anyways, I've already mentioned to my younger sister that I'm not really going to allow it, and she kind of thinks it's a dick move. Like, it's not really a big deal if she does, like, one dance during the reception. So to her, it's not a big deal. I haven't told my sister and niece yet, but I can see it turning into a thing. So am I going to be an a-hole for not letting her do one song or dance at my reception? To clarify, my younger sister feels like it's not a big deal if she wants to do one song or dance. Um, Like, as an aunt, I should just suck it up. I can't pinpoint why I'm not into this idea, but I'm just not. I think there's options here. Options? There's options. Okay. First off... Maybe set, like, a hard, like, fast rule that it's going to be one dance. That right. A three-minute dance is not a 15-minute dance or a 45-minute performance. So, if you say, yeah, we'll do, like, I'll let you do a, a like, tribute to our love <laughs> in a three-minute dance. Because, like, the wedding, I, I understand. Interpretive three-minute dance about our love. Yeah, like, the... <laughs> The thing is, it's it's your wedding. It's your day. This right. should be about you. It shouldn't exactly. be about this kid. So yeah, absolutely. I don't think you're an asshole for that. Like I said, there are options, um, which I think you should explore. I think you should ex- – I, I don't think you're an asshole in this in any way, but I think that if you're asking this question, it means you don't have the testicular fortitude, the lady testicular fortitude. The lady testicular – okay. To um, – to just, like, stand up and say, nope, nope, my day, this is what's happening. Yeah, like, if this were me, like, I I would either put my foot down mm-hmm. or not care. Right. Like, and it depends on, like, if this is a niece that I love, like, if it was my, if it was my friend's daughter that calls me Aunt Rosie, like, I'd be all for it. Um, maybe there's a rift here that we're, that we don't have any information about. I don't know. Um... But if you're not into it, it's your wedding, and you don't have to. No, it's not. You don't have to agree to it. And you know, there, are, like I said, there are the options. The kid's gonna have fun regardless, and everybody's gonna have fun regardless. So let her do a three-minute dance, or let her do it at the reception dinner. You know, if she wants to get up and do a little performance at the reception dinner, let her do well, it. Everybody's that. eating. Yeah, people yeah. can actively ignore her if they want. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, let them do it then. Then, then that gets out of the way, and it doesn't interfere with your day. It's true. And everyone's kind of happy. 
That's my that's my Switzerland. Yep. Compromise. Neutral ground Stay here. Stay in neutral. Yep. Okay. And last nope. Sorry, we have two more. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um AITA for calling my friend's mother's behavior creepy when she revealed that she is reading all her messages. This is a short one. I, 22 female, recently learned that my friend's my friend, who's 20 and female, her mother reads all her messages on every platform. I told my boyfriend about this that is in the same group chat as her, and she removed her saying that she doesn't want someone seeing personal messages. messages. She told me to say to her what she did so she doesn't get mad. When said friend arrived home, I told her that another member of the group chat removed her from, from the group chat <laughs> because of her mom reading the messages. This is horribly written. I apologize. She became mad and told us that we can remove them from all the chats because her mother reads all of her messages and that she is just looking out for her, etc. and that I have no place to call out for her mom like this and agreeing on kicking her out. I'm really on the fence for this. AITA. Yeah, you're an asshole. Okay. If the mom's this never presented an issue with it, and it's only looking out for her daughter, no, this is their relationship. So, it's a group chat, and when you put mess, when you put anything into anything into the world, you have to anticipate that someone can keep that or take that, right? Right. Anybody can read your messages if somebody shows the phone to them. Right. So yeah. But any email, any like. Text message, any—that's the nature of the beast. Voicemail. It's all. Once you send it, it's out there. Yeah, Yeah. it's out there. It's not coming back. You can't undo it. So you're not worried about privacy. Mm -hmm. This isn't a privacy thing. I think what it is is you're just weirded out by the fact that her mom reads her stuff. I would also be weirded out. And my point is, these are not children. These are well. These are not children. Children. These are twenty-year-olds. Why is mom reading 20-year-old daughter's messages? I have no idea. doesn't matter. That's weird. Do, but it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Is this your friend? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, let's say it is your friend. You're in a group chat together. Yeah, her mom reads her messages. If this has been going on for a while, and her mom's never said or done anything to the group or anybody in the group or anything like that, then, like, what? why, why, why? Why, why does it I matter? I just want to know why this is a thing. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, I understand it. I, yeah, I would want to know why it's a thing, but I kind of think you're an asshole for kicking her out of everything because it did it affect you? Like, mm-hmm. other than being creeped out, did it affect you? Right. I don't really think anybody's an asshole in this situation. I just think that they're, that there's a weird mother. I kind of think you're an asshole There's about kicking around. a weird mother-daughter relationship. Like, like I, I, I feel if you find out information and you kick somebody out that was your friend immediately before that because it creeps you out, you're kind of an asshole. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm putting myself in, in the uh, narrator's shoes. Like, if I found out that, yeah, that somebody's mom was reading all, all of my messages to a, f- to a friend or whoever, like, I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. So, sure, you're a little bit of an asshole. I, I don't think you'd kick her out. I'd just be like, I, I would question her about it. Yeah, I'd just it. be like, why? Yeah, why? What? I, I'm, I'm very curious as to the why of mm-hmm. all of this. Yeah. Like, you're 20. Why is your mom reading all your messages? Right. 
So that's my thing. Okay, last one. AITA for telling my roommate that he's the reason he doesn't have a girlfriend. I, 21 male, live in a house and share it with four others, two girls and two boys, all 21. Okay, so we have five people living in the same house. Is this the real world? I know. This is this is a disaster from the get-go. Five 21-year-olds <laughs> living it's together. It's too much. <laughs> How big is this house? There's three males and two females. Oh, good God. Someone's getting... Ooh. Yeah, anyway. Um, me and my two girl roommates, Isabella and Charlotte, are all in semi-serious, too serious relationships. So our respective partners visit sometimes, stay over a day or two, etc. No one has ever had a major problem with this. Well, so we thought. It turns out one of my male roommates, Nathan, is extremely jealous because it seems like everyone is in a relationship except him. He voiced this by asking me if my girlfriend could not come around um, one evening because it would make him feel depressed. And so I went to her house instead. However, this has become a recurring request to not just me, but to Isabella and Charlotte too. He says it is unfair that he's the only one without a partner, which is, first of all, untrue as my other male roommate, Max, is single. However, I understand where he is coming from as Max is way more successful in the dating world and infamously doesn't want anything serious. You do you, bro. In parentheses. Secondly... Nathan <laughs> Secondly, Nathan makes no effort to date. He chalks it up to being unsuccessful on dating apps and has therefore given up entirely. He makes no effort to make himself more attracted to women, such as working out or working to quit his addictions, etc. I want to know what those addictions are. The three of us have got to the point where each of us is refusing to comply to his request and invite our partners over anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. He got very mad when all three of our partners were there at the same time and the next day told us all how this made him feel. None of us want him to feel this way, but honestly, no one cared anymore. I basically flat out told him to try to get a girlfriend himself or shut up about it. We all pay the same rent, bills, etc., and we are sorry if we are able to date successfully and he is not. That's that it's on him that he cannot get a girlfriend. This turned him against me and due to previous small disagreements with some others in the house, they have largely sided with him. The only two people who are agreeing with me are Isabella and Charlotte's respective boyfriends, Kai and Devin. And Max doesn't seem to care either way, but is showing support for Nathan as they are long-term friends. I feel very conflicted about this. He is a very damaged person, but I feel like he has gone on for far too long about this with no pushback. Am I the asshole? Side note, just want to clarify that he does have visitors. Also, platonic friends and families, um, fan- the friends and family, etc., like we all do. He just has a problem with romantic partners staying over. Okay, so you're an asshole for some other reason. Like, you, like there is something else. If this, tr- if this is an entirely the, true wait, story, the guy, the guy who can't get a girlfriend. No, no, no. The dude who wrote it is okay. an asshole for some other reason. Oh yeah, because of small disagreements. So yeah. If the, if a small disagreement has turned the two other people who can't mm-hmm. have their boyfriends come over, mm-hmm. like, that ain't a small disagreement, bro. Right. You done. You. What are, did you do? Yeah, you are. You're an asshole, mm. and I think you're trying to t- now. This dude, obviously. So as you started this, my first thought was, well, you have at least three to two. As far as like the the voting pool of like who gets to stay and go, so you kind of have a, a majority on you could kick this dude out of the house, right? Right. But then it became at the end twist uh, twist there, and like she's like, well, Isabella and Charlotte don't agree with me, only their boyfriends do, 
Mm-hmm. And that seems really interesting. Yeah. Isabella and Charlotte don't like you. Yeah. It seems like why don't they like you're you? the asshole here. And maybe you just have the most friction with this dude for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And this is all kind of just bullshit. Like, it, it, this feels like a bullshit story to me. Like, there's there's something, it, it seems like the other two would, if if there was nothing else going on, if we were in a vacuum, they would totally side with you. Right. But because they're not, and the other dude is pretty much apathetic or sides with the, the guy he's known longer. Right. It seems like you might be the guy who is, is kind of, yeah. So, okay, aside from what we think about the small disagreements, mm-hmm. in this situation, cut and dry, is he the asshole for telling him off? Uh, no, I mean, like, you got to be, it, it's, it's, no, but. You had a sad, poor, like, woe is me, I'm so sad, I'm so alone roommate who's complaining and whining and bitching and moaning about it the entire time and keeping people from seeing their significant others and from bringing them over to their own house. I mean, I'd just be like, screw off, and we're going into my room. That's right. Like they, that's what we did when we were roommates with, like when I was roommates with people, and we had like a creepy <laughs> dude who lived with us. <laughs> oh, dude, that dude was so creepy. <laughs> no, why did why did he live with you if he was so creepy? I don't know. I didn't even really live this there. This is what I don't understand. He just. This is why I could not live with a bunch of people. Oh, Because if I don't know all of you intimately, and if one of you is a weirdo, then I can't. Dude was weird. No. Like, like, and wait, wait, you know how you know he's weird? What? His, well, I shouldn't say this because I know like. Because he shapes? No, well, he was. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, beyond that, and I shouldn't say this because I actually know people with his name, but like for a long time, it like to be like Bert. Bert? Bert. His name was Bert? Bert. <laughs> like, like, I know good Berts. I know good Berts out there. But it's not one of those names you're like, that dude's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're, like, no, you're always I'm... like, you're a Mike. Mike's, Mike, Mike is middle of the road. Right. You know what you get with a Mike. Bert could be hit, could be <laughs> miss. You don't know what you're getting with a Bert. Uh, okay, I don't know about that. But, yeah, it's not like anybody is naming their newborn child Bert. I don't know. So... Like, one of my favorite shows. Is it short for Burton or is it just Bert? Bartholomew. Bartholomew? Okay. God, that's such a ridiculous name. Okay, but, so, um, he was our creeper. Like, he was our creepy dude. We had a creepy dude. <laughs> like, and I didn't even actually pay rent. This was just like, my, what am what I? What was your living situation? You so, didn't live there or? I, I didn't officially lived there, but, like, literally three to four days a week I lived there. With some chick? No. Oh. Well, like, no. Okay. <laughs> so it was, um like, my best friend, well, mm. a very, very close friend. I'm not going to say my best friend. Um, but at the time, me and him were, like, super close. Not the guy that I think is your best friend. Not the guy who is my best friend. Right. Just at this time, like, me and him were, like, super close. He lived there, and... Like, we were in our early 20s. There were two dudes who were, like, in their late teens who moved in. He knew them. Um, They moved in. And, like, he knew, like, their parents and all that stuff. And, like, they were like, hey, can you kind of watch him as he starts college and stuff like that? So, um, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they paid a little more of the rent. And then they just got this dude. 
Yeah. I, I don't know where he came was from. Was he a college student? No. Was he older? A little bit. Oh, he was just one of those. Oh. He was just a dude. He had to move out of his mom's basement. Uh, maybe. Yeah, probably. Oh. <laughs> He's one of those guys. Like, one of those socially guys. Socially inept, like, can't, like, oh, did oh, he work? Do he have a job? Like Sonic. Oh, okay. That's like a cook. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I mean, we're guys. all in our early 20s. It wasn't like the worst thing in the world. That's, we were like 45. No like, offense you know. to food workers. I'm so sorry. But, yeah. yeah. But you you understand what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. so, but, all right. I'm going to tell this one story. Okay. <laughs> you got a few it. minutes? Yeah, we got a few minutes. That's the end of uh, AITA, so I hope everybody enjoyed it. Okay. And if y'all did, like, send us messages. We'll AIT you or, like, whatever. All right. So <laughs> I got to tell this story about this dude, right? <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Go, so, go. so my buddy, he had um, he had been seeing this girl. And, okay, let's, let's go ahead and say we're all in our early 20s here. So, okay. A lot of our lives are different than and less mature than they are now. Yes. So he was kind of sleeping with this girl. And he slept with her a couple of times. And she had some, like, alcohol problems and stuff like that. And But we all did. I mean, we were, like, in college. So we didn't even, like, think about that kind of shit. We were just like, screw it. We all get drunk. Um, now, like, looking back, I would say she probably needed to talk to someone. What, what the fuck ever. Back then, we didn't care. Okay. Um. So she, um, <laughs> so he had kind of slept with her for a while and they kind of had a thing. And, um, then like he started seeing another girl and they got pretty serious, serious enough that they got married. Like it, this became his wife. This was his final like thing. So we go to a movie and I still remember the movie. What was it? Unfaithful. <laughs> You all went to see Unfaithful? Yes. Oh, my God. That was a bad idea. Oh, I was single at the time. And yeah, I still pissed cu- me off. Couples should not watch Unfaithful That's together. A, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. If you, and, and if you're a dude and you've never seen Unfaithful, just don't. 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 Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, so, okay. So, uh, we walk out of Unfaithful. Like, and he's like, dude, I got a text while I was in there. Uh, what's her name that I used to, you know, bang is at the apartment. Why? Because she got drunk and like a friend oh, of hers no. had pissed her off and she like What'd went, she do? Walk there? We all lived the same kind of she was actually at our apartment complex. Oh no. So she went to there. Mm-hmm. So um so she goes over there and he's like, dude, can you get her out of there? I'm like, yeah, you know I got your back, bro. I got was your she back. In the apartment? Yeah, she's in the apartment. How'd she get in the apartment? The, the the weird roommate let her in. <gasps> so she's in there with the weird roommate. Oh, no. Roommate, Danger. Drunk. Danger. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, dude, you got to get her out of there. Dude, hey, you know what? Get in the apartment. Get her upstairs into my room. Lock the door. With her in it? Y'all hang out. He's like, I don't care if you, like, sleep with her. And I'm like, bro, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Probably not going to do that. Okay, so you're keeping her entertained in your room her with room, the door locked? His room. His room so with that, the door like, locked. He can get... He, now, here's the thing. The girl he's dating lives mm-hmm. in the apartment next door. Oh. So <laughs> he this had, is all terribly inconvenient. Yes. So we had to <laughs> get her hidden long enough to get like her in her, her apartment and mm-hmm. him and her in their room together. 
and that he was going to take care of that situation, and I was going to sneak this girl out so that she never knew she was there. So did future wife know about this? I have no idea. Okay. I have no did, idea if she ever found out. No, never. no, no, not about, sorry. Did future wife ever know about this other girl? Yes. Okay. Hated her. Hated her. That, okay. This makes sense now. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I know this is a horribly convoluted story. I wish I could use names. It would be so much easier, but. Person A, person B. Yeah. Like, so, so I take her upstairs. We hang out. She's obviously drunk. I do not do anything like. Good. That was a good man. Wait. I don't do Wait. anything bad. You don't do anything bad. Okay, never mind. You gotta say you didn't do anything good. You didn't. I, I I acted as a gentleman. Okay. So we go upstairs and we sit down. So, but before that, let me just talk about the creeper. So we walk in. She is way drunk, and the creeper has. She's laying on the couch in the creeper's lap, and he's gently stroking her hair. Oh. And I'm like, nope. Creeper lonely. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> So, oh, no, like, get her away from the creeper. We got her away from the God. creeper. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I want to give creeper the benefit of the doubt and think that maybe he wasn't going to do anything else, but. I don't know. Or wear her skin as a freaking mask. I have uh. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you get her upstairs. Mm. You I hang out with a, her in yeah, the, in the room. I get an all clear text. Okay. We were like, I was like, all right, you want to go like back to your friend's house? Like, yeah, let's go back to my friend's house. She's like, okay, let's, I'll walk you over there. So I walk her over there and we get ba- get closed. And on the back of these apartments, they all had like this little enclosed back porch with like a privacy oh, fence. Uh-huh. And so as we're walking up, her friends are talking about her. Oh, and no. they're, so they're shit talking her. Oh no! And Does she hear him? Yeah. Is, is she coherent enough? Oh yeah. And she oh, like no. stops and she listens for a minute. She's like, I don't want to. And I was like, Okay, where do you want to go? Like, I will bring you wherever you want to go. I will take her home. Um, I I probably did. At the time, she had been seeing a guy, and I knew he was a decent enough dude that I did this. Okay. Um, she was seeing the president of one of the fraternities, and she wanted to go to the. F- the frat house. Okay. So I knew he wasn't gonna like do anything. Okay, bad you to her. P- you you put her in his arms, right? Yeah. Okay. So like she calls him and like I'm like okay. So now this dude who she's seeing, by the way, like they're hanging out, they're uh, talking. Okay. Um, not boyfriend and girlfriend, but close enough. Mm-hmm. So I have to walk her into this frat house. Oh my god, that looks so bad. I know, right? That looks I'm so like, bad. I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, am I am I about to get jumped? That was my first thought. Am I about to get jumped? What by a cop? No, by the freaking frat brothers. The f- oh, because for hanging for out with this girl or well, hanging out with this dude's girl. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, like, I get it. I, I'm I'm walking. I was through. about to give the frat guys a benefit of doubt. Like, hey, don't do anything to that drunk girl. Anyway, but I knew he wouldn't do anything to that drunk girl. But right. I, you know bunch of dudes being like, would you do it? I was like, I don't want to have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. So I walked her up. He was outside by himself. And we kind of, I was like, hey, look, she's pretty drunk. She's pretty upset. And he's like, I'll take care of it, dude. Don't worry about it. And I'm sure he just like went in and put her to bed, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's the end of my story. Wow. Then I, then I ended up going back home. <laughs> um, and did, did Creeper go back to his room and 
Just be sad? or Yeah, but, like, just walking in and seeing him, like, on the sofa with her head and him stroking her hair. And I'm like, we got to get her away. <laughs> this cannot end well. Nope, nope, oh, nope, 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 nope. All right, so that's that's it. That's uh, kind okay. of, Do you want to do, like, okay, so we've been thinking about doing some new stuff. Yes, so um, I think um, as long as we actually – get to, to the thing that we're supposed to do by next week. Um, want us to do a new segment um, about reviewing movies that we watch. All right, so how long is this segment? Like, is it, are we going to try to do it like in a five-minute segment? I, I was saying the whole episode. Okay, so we're just going to occasionally do this? Yeah. Okay. Why not? I don't know. I, I mean, people might not want to hear us talk about a movie for an hour. Okay. Some people might, I mean, there are, there are entire podcasts dedicated to just reviewing movies. Dude, we'll roll the dice. Yeah. Okay. You want to do the other thing, the meme of the week? Sure. Yeah, You. it's your meme, baby, or your your social media post. We're just going to call it meme. Just even if it's not a meme, we're just going to call it a meme. Meme of the week. Okay. So this is my meme of the week. It's just a meme. Just say meme. Give me my joy. <laughs> okay, whatever. Call it what you will. Thank you. Go ahead. Grammar Nazi. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, it could be Mimi. It could be Mimi in, like, on the East Coast for all we know. Okay. So, this is the thing I had. Okay, so uh, a lot of my Facebook is very conservative people. Uh-huh. And so one of the things I saw was as I'm scrolling through, it's a one of those wake up America posts. You've, have you seen these? Have, yes. Is this something that comes across yours? Okay. Yes. So it's a wake up America post, and it's about like electric cars and how they're going to make us all buy electric cars. And, the, and how there was talking about this person who made a trip from Florida to Michigan and spent more of the time charging the car than driving the car. And the the, the electricity, all the electricity came from coal-burning power plants. <laughs> okay. And this was all from the... I don't think there's enough coal power plants out there. I don't know. Um, and, like, blah, blah, blah. And it, then it was... Uh, and it was from the, like, president of GM Motors or something like that. Had a quote in there or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so as soon as that hit, I was like, this is obviously propaganda. Obviously. Um, but it, it just, like... It was like the the they they whoever they are. The, it's always they, right? Yeah, they they are tr- they are trying to destroy our country and make us all drive electric cars. There has not been one time that I have been told that I have to buy an electric car. Like yeah. I have not been told this. I've not heard anybody say this. I know that, like, there are environmentalists who say that it is much more environmentally friendly to drive electric than to drive, you know, combustion engines and all this other stuff. But, like, there has been nobody, nobody who says this is going to be something we have to do. Right. Other than conservatives telling me this. Because they want you to buy electric cars. This is, uh, this is my, like, like... Yeah, it's just propaganda. Like, as soon as I read this, I'm like, who has told you this? No one has told you this. Like, I, I don't know, maybe other spots in America this is different. But for me, nobody, nobody has told me I have to buy, my next car has to be electric. Honestly, I've never, I haven't heard this 
this is not like a huge platform for anyone, I don't think. Like, the environment is usually, except for the Green Party, is not usually a huge platform for people, for politicians. Um, but, yeah, no one's going to force you to buy an electric car. Nobody's forcing you to, 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 yeah, to do, to, yeah, it's just, it's silly. You know what I think it is? Is like, it, I think it's actually literally propaganda from like car manufacturers oh, that yeah. don't make like electric cars yeah. to try to make people believe that this is a thing because. So it, that they can be furious about it and not, and dig their heels in and never buy an electric car. Right. But it's basically, here's the thing. If you're going to buy a new car, go buy the car that fits you best. If you can afford a hybrid, get a hybrid. If that's what fits you best and you can afford it, do it. That, mm-hmm. that, I mean, isn't that kind of what you should always do? Look at what your needs are. Buy the best vehicle to match your needs. Right. Am I boring you? No, I'm sorry. It's just, yeah, it's almost 10 o'clock. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, we got to wrap this up. But that's yeah. my that's my me-me of the week that kind of, like, set me off was, like, nobody's told me that I have to go buy an electric car. Meme of the week. Doot, doot. The end. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Hey, yeah. Do your new, like, clothes. My new clothes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we're supposed to go back and forth with this. So... Um, I say, listen, and you say, be kind. Yes. Okay. So it's listen to each other. I think, I don't, I, don't, I forget how I, how I phrased it. I'm sorry. I'm trying to create a new, like clean close for the podcast. I think it was like, um, thanks for listening. Uh, listen, li- no, it's thanks for listening. Listen to each other. And be kind. There and we be go. Be kind to each other. Okay. Yeah. So All right. Thanks for listening. Be kind to each other. And oh. listen. Oh, damn. <laughs> we messed one, up. One more time. One more time. One more time. Okay. Do you want to say thanks for listening? Thanks for listening. Yeah. Listen to each other. Be kind to each other. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>